I'm Lights Camera Jackson, and welcome to the LCJ Q&A podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you're doing well. One of the big movies to come out of this year's Sundance Film Festival is Flea. It is an excellent animated documentary, so fascinating, and I'm so thrilled to be joined by composer Uno Helmerson right now on the LCJ Q&A. Uno, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Thanks for being on. This has been one of the most talked about films, Sundance, and everybody's raving about it. I'm raving about it. The Grand Jury Prize Award for it as well. Neon and Participant are going to distribute the movie. How has this all been for you? It's been a roller coaster, actually. I mean, it's just fantastic news, everything. It's just, um, since we have this pandemic year, it's just, it's like a, a Christmas party <laughs> all over well flea was supposed to be on on the Cannes festival but you know everything closed down and so it didn't show there uh, so this is i mean it couldn't be better it's just uh, fantastic news everything i'm so glad because this is such a fascinating movie and certainly unique because it's an animated documentary feature how did you first learn about this concept and want to become involved in it well, actually, I've been working for for such a long time with the producer, Monica Hellström. I've been writing music for a lot of films that she has been producing, and we have a great collaboration. And then she introduced me to Jonas Poe Rasmussen, who is the director, and we it just clicked. And then we just started to work together. And, I mean, working in an animated in the process of animation where you just sometimes you just get a mock-up you know so it's just images sometimes but still i can hear the voices and everything like that because it's it is uh, i mean it's built up on an interview it was a it was a kind of a different way of working i mainly love to go in early in processes because it just makes you gives you more space to be creative and try new things or you know play around and all that so this was right down my alley this project in that case (laughs) i would say you're right in that there's a lot of animation but there's also a lot of different types of scenes i mean we get the documentary footage of amen and that's not his real name but used in the film and the director of the movie and a few others that's been animated we have a bit of live action archival footage. We have Amin's detailed memories and his visions, which are two different animation styles. So did you approach the different types of scenes differently when it came to what you wanted the music to be? Maybe not exactly. Well, of course I got influence, but I got all the descriptions of, on how it would look and that we would go, for example, like we, we would go with his inner vision, so it will be a bit more arty and blurry images, and we don't really know what it is, and then we see something. And of course, I have those directions. Well, since the, the score is quite emotional and, you know, more like the inner game music, and a lot about Amin's feeling of what is happening. So we kind of, the music follow his feelings all the time. So, so I think, the main part was mostly to go with him and his feelings and how he felt. Or So we just followed his trip. I mean, his emotional trip throughout the film. And of course, I get affected of the different types of narrative that they're using with anim- different types of animations, of course. Yeah. It is quite an emotional trip that we go on with Amen as he's revealing these things to his friend for the first time that he's kept secret for so long. And... A lot of what you do 
involves strings and cellos. And as we hear this music, as we hear the build up to certain moments and during certain sequences, how did you craft the tone that you wanted through the strings and through the cellos? I mainly work with strings. I love working with strings because, I mean, there are so many different types of string instruments and I blend instruments a lot. I blend classical strings with folk string instruments like key harp or hurdy-gurdy or, you know, it's, it's almost a balance on what if I try to do this on this instrument or what what if what if you play with a cello and just tune down the string and try to play it more softly or or i even go you know um, pitching things my writing is pretty sonically in that case i mainly get hooked up on something because i hear the sound of the instrument i mean i love these kind of flying Picato islands of the violin that is that's going on together with voices and and uh, and the cello also the kind of the cello uh, ostinatos that goes on it's like layers of emotions waves of emotions I would say so I I mean in this case it was a lot of that a lot of the emotional waves and the the texture the small 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 textures i worked a lot with small textures more more of that than of light motifs actually i can tell in yeah. listening to the your score of what you were just talking about with the and the and the rhythm of it and the texture of it how did you feel about about crafting this sort of rhythm as we go along with amin's very interesting rhythm of his saga one of the things that i really enjoy to do is try to get inside of a person's mind and try to transcribe that musically i it, i find it very interesting way of i mean i've always been interested in psychology and and like how do you react on things i mean that's probably why i write or narrative write narrative music for films because it's uh, it's it kind of goes into that realm and i would say yeah definitely i was definitely into his um, well, the stress and the and the shame of lying, or or the fr- or the frightness of be, you know being caught, and all these kind of emotions, and to Denmark and be able to stay, or you know, it's just interesting to see how do you how do you create that world, how do you create that musically, and I think in this, I'm really really happy and proud of this score actually because i think i actually nailed it quite good <laughs> this time <laughs> you did um, a great job with it you absolutely did and and yeah parts of his story are stunning and the music that accompanies what we learn is is fantastic uno helmerson is my guest right now on the lcj q a podcast talking about flea one of the big movies out of sundance neon will distribute it later this year you've also composed the music of uh, a recent acclaimed documentary feature that i saw several months ago called the painter and the thief which is another fascinating story and has now been uh one of the 15 finalists for the best documentary feature academy award which is fantastic what appealed to you about the painter and the thief that is also an amazing story it's just um it's just an unbelievably fantastic story the score on that one is quite totally different it's more minimalistic and it's almost like it's just electronic soundscapes and then i actually i wrote this organ piece and recorded it in a church here in in stockholm sweden where i where i live and work 
that was supposed to kind of be a, a big relief for the ending, which is, it's, it's, it's a quite a, kind of a spectacular ending, I would say. And I used that kind of organ to, well, okay, now I go into details here. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, but no. Um, but it's, uh, it was just this kind of finding the spiritual world and to, to kind of make the music, the ethereal moment of musical moment of the film which i which was really really exciting to do and also i mean i've been working with benjamin for quite a while the benjamin uh, re the director uh, we did this uh, he did this uh, documentary about magnus um, carlson who is uh, a chess the chess champion and that was in 2015 14 something like that and since then he told me Uno, you're going to do music for my next project, which was like, yeah, five years. And then five years later, <laughs> we we started working on this one, or actually it was two years ago or something like that, you know? So it's, so, so also a long, you know, a long project where you get time, you know, you get time to think and you get time to, it's not that I can't work quickly it's just that it's so nice to have a long a long project to think about things you know so it's just because you, you're working on different projects all the time and all that so yeah yeah really but, like that film. yeah congratulations yeah. on it being uh, on the oscar short thank you your specialty is doing the music for documentary films which is so interesting and unique because there are so many composers who do action movies or animated features or dramas or even comedies what appeals to you about doing the music for documentary films and, and how does that music really set itself apart from big Hollywood narrative features? I would say, I mean, it's, yeah, this is interesting. It's an interesting question because I kind of, I say I write music for, for, for drama. So for me, a documentary, uh, a drama TV series, uh, a, a kid's movie or whatever, you know, there it's not a, big difference because it's still the same things it just happens that I've done a lot of documentaries I love writing music for documentaries I think it's I mean sometimes reality what you say reality over rules fiction or whatever you call it I don't know I can't remember it's the second language thing selfishly speaking it's it's fantastic to sit back home in your studio and see parts of the world that you would never experience if you didn't write music for that <laughs> special film, you know, or documentary. And you learn things. Um, I, I honestly, I don't have a good explanation on it. It just happened that I've been working on a lot of documentaries and, you know, word by mouth and you just, you know, they, they say like, well, that guy, he, he did that documentary really good. Let's call him because we're doing this documentary, so, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I've done a lot of documentaries, so many, but I mean, I, I do TV series and films and everything also, but yeah, a lot of documentaries. I love documentaries, that, that's for sure, yeah. It's one after the other, you're right about that, word of mouth and saying, hey, you were great on this one, let's bring you in on this. I, uh, that absolutely makes sense. And in, in getting back to Flea, obviously the core of it is, is I'm in revealing all of this for the first time. And the movie is about fear and about a, a sense of relief in a way of, of getting this out there and pressure and pressure to keep secrets and pressure to, to trust people. Um, do you feel similar pressure in the sense of 
making sure you get the music right and then relief in the sense of, okay, it's done, it's out there and it's perfect to the way I want it to be. I have been working so long now with this, so I'm kind of used to to the emotional kind of roller coaster to go through when you're writing music on, on time. But sometimes I could describe it like this. You're standing, you're working with this film. You you got this project and you're like, what am I gonna do? I don't have a I don't have a clue. I don't know where it go where it goes. I have like an idea. I have some colors of something, you know. And it's like you're standing in, in the just in front of a mountain, you know, and then you just watch it and thinking, I don't know how I will conquer this beast. <laughs> but then when you start walking and you're just walking and walking and walking and suddenly you're on the other side in the bottom of the mountain and you look back and think, oh, well, that wasn't that hard. I did it, but that was a pretty big mountain, you know? So it's like, it's like the, the process is, well, I would say just, you know, like this Yoda <laughs> uh, um, word of saying, like, do, don't think, you know, <laughs> just do. <laughs> that is probably it. I mean, it's just to start working with it. Of course, you can't do it. You can't just do things. You need to have a plan or a vision or all that. But that comes to it, you know. Um, some projects, it's smaller hills and some projects are bigger mountains you know but the main main thing of doing it is just to you know what you're doing and that things turn out to be good at least i mean i, I mean in the end i mean yeah. Yeah. in the best case yeah or you lose the job <laughs> which you also need to be aware of you can actually lose the job but hey that's okay you can lose the job at least if you tried your best and it didn't work yes it's learning okay. lessons and all of that. Yes, you're right. And yeah, I, I think having a plan is great also. And my grandmother used to say, just do it. Once you know what, you know, once you have the plan and once you're ready to go, just do it. Just make it happen. Do it. Yeah. yeah, just do it. Yeah. Uh, Riz Ahmed gives one of my favorite performances of the past year in Sound of Metal, which is my number one movie of 2020. He is incredible in that film. He's an executive producer on Flea. He's also going to voice Amen in the English language version. How do you feel about uh, Riz Ahmed, a potential Oscar winner for Sound of Metal uh, right around the corner, uh, being involved in this movie? I mean, that's, an, that's fantastic. When I heard it, it was just, I couldn't really believe it almost. So it was, I mean, there's so much things that's going on with this film that you're like, I, you know, I get goosebumps, you know, thinking of it. So it's, yeah, that's fantastic. It's going to be totally amazing. I'm really looking forward to see that, the, the, the English speaking version. Yes, yes. I'm yeah. looking forward to that as well. I'd love to see the movie yeah. again and now from, from, from this perspective with, with his involvement. Um, and I think it's going to be a big year for this movie. As of this recording, Neon has not yet announced when they will be releasing the film, but it will probably be sometime a little later in the year to try to get it into next award season and all of that as we're still in this one. But wh what do you honestly think, Uno, this movie is going to do over this next year for animation for documentaries and for music and for social impact what do you think uh the possibilities are for flea over this next year yeah that's a really good question because i don't have an idea <laughs> no i think it's gonna do a lot i mean it's a, it's a powerful movie and it's a 
it's a fantastic story and uh, uh, Jonas has do done this fantastic film which is really important to to I mean to, to bring out to the world uh, hopefully everyone will see it hopefully I wish because it's a it's an important story and it tells it tells about us humans how it is to be human how it is to to need to flee your country your history you know and how to how you deal with it and how you deal with life things happen and you can't control it and how do you deal with it you know you need to survive i mean i mean that that tri that trip that he has done it's uh, it's an important story that i hope the whole world will see and hear about so that is my i mean this is my wish of course oscars would be fantastic <laughs> I wish the film all success it can have because it's such an important one. And I'm, a really, I'm really proud to be a part of it. Good, yeah. I think it's such an important film as well. An amazing story. It will do things for those genres. It will do things for society. The impact this story is going to have resonate with so many people. Uh, and I'm so glad you're a part of it. And the, and the music's a key part of it as well. Uno Helmerson, the composer of Flea. Thank you so much for being on the LCJ Q&A podcast today. So great learning about your work in this movie. Nice to meet you. Really nice talking to you, Jackson. Fantastic. Thank you so much. I'm Lights Camera Jackson. For more, go to lights-camera-jackson.com and follow me on Twitter at LCJ Reviews and Instagram at Lights Cam Jackson. Flea is coming soon. Please check this movie out. I'm Lights Camera Jackson. Thank you for listening to the LCJ Q&A Podcast.